man. I, I love mine. Like I told Josh, I was like, it's in between being scared and getting ready for some dick. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so big. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. What was that? Right? Are you a magician? That's exactly what I thought. Like the ribbons. It's a charging cord, guys. Well, that's fancy. I'm just magical. Yeah. He's like, hang on, magic. (laughs) That was just one cord? Yeah. That's, oh. that's a bitch long. <laughs> I think the thing's like 10 foot. I was using it to charge my uh, my new controller. Oh, that's fancy. PC. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to drive a submarine with it? You should. Yeah. It's probably more reliable than that Logitech they used. <laughs> look, look, I'm I, look, and I, to make sure it's going to be 500,000 a person, okay? All right. <laughs> And it's going to be made of plastic. Plastic will bend. (laughs) That's sound logic. Yeah, yeah. And at 500,000, you can get the name brand controller. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Not the, uh, what is that? That's the Amazon Luna controller. Dude, what kills me is like the reviews on the controller they used were terrible. (laughs) Like, why did you use that? Constantly disconnecting from whatever it's connected to. Like, why would you? I, I wish there was some way to just know what their last, you know, thirty minutes was like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, from my understanding, what it imploded, they died instantly. So, All right, but the time leading up to that, like, is it because the controller disconnected and they just started sinking? Like, shit, guys. <laughs> Why wasn't there? Why was there no manual override like controls? I don't know. Yeah, these rich rich people got to stay out of the ocean because I'm sure you guys have seen the orcas attacking all the yachts too. Have you seen? No, that? I've heard something about no. that. I heard orcas doing something. Yeah, yeah, orcas people. like they're they have sunk like hundreds of boats this year alone. <laughs> Shit. And Look, orcas here lately been assholes. Right? And what's crazy, after they sink it and the people get in the water, they don't eat them. Like, it's strictly just a game to them. They're like, let's fuck up this yacht and make oh, these people shit. get in their lifeboat, and then they leave them alone. What is it? Orcas <laughs> have been known to drive, like, dolphins and sharks to commit suicide? Yeah. I've heard that. I've like, heard they that bully before. sharks. Yeah. Like, they bully great white sharks. Like, I'm not messing with something that could just bullies a great white shark just for the heck of it. Right. They launch seals into the air just for the hell of it. Like, they're assholes. Yeah. <laughs> Free Willie my ass. Keep them locked up. <laughs> Especially, and so the theory on why the orcas are doing this, like a couple years ago, uh, somebody somebody in a boat similar killed this female orca, right? And then some other orcas saw it. So since then, they've been training more and more orcas to sink those types of boats. Now, that's that's the theory on it based on, you know, how their minds work. You know, I don't know how true it is. But if so, that's insane because in a few more years, the ocean's going to be full of boat-sinking orcas. Yeah. All because some assholes killed one. That's crazy. Oh. That is fucking crazy. 
all I can think, all I can imagine in my head is like 10 years from now, orcas start getting up onto the beaches with like assault rifles <laughs> and like assault World rifle. War II helmets. <laughs> I just yeah. picture them walking on their back fins. They got their helmet straps. <laughs> Let's get them, boys. Do you want to live forever? I can't breathe. Uh, they have to have like water tanks on. <laughs> they Wait, they can't breathe though, aren't they? Because they're like mammals and oh yeah, they do stupid. breathe oxygen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe indefinitely. <laughs> they have to breathe. <laughs> time of the day you are listening to us and welcome to the paranormal minds of jst my name is tommy i am here with my two best friends josh hello and shane hi and today is going to be a very interesting topic because how do y'all and you know i know josh you touched on something uh, last week where we talked about, uh, or you brought up, you don't believe the paranormal just to be like ghosts, but also aliens and other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way. So, today we are going to visit our friends over at, excuse me, Coast to Coast AM, and something that happened. So, let me pull all this up. So, there... Coast to coast in 1998. Why are you acting stupid? There we go. Coast to coast in 1998. Art Bell, uh, who is, I think he's still the host, if they're still around. um, Asked uh, for people, you know, he had an open line segment where he'd ask people to call if they've been like abducted by aliens or they've seen ghosts, Bigfoot, you know, normal paranormal stuff, right? Well, the person didn't call in, but he did send a fax, all right, claiming that he was a time traveler, all right? Now, Bell read the letter from the man claiming to be from the future, which, you know, it came in from a fax, so that tells you anything. Um, So, the unknown time traveler at the time described a Y2K disaster that would leave people frozen to death, a government institution or instituting martial law, uh, power facilities in Denver's destroyed by mobs, and a communal governmental system spouting out of the chaos. You know, so <clears throat> I'll read you the facts because I have the facts here. All right. So here's the facts. Dear Art, I had the facts when I heard 
other time travelers calling in from any time past the year 2500 AD. Please let me explain. Time travel was invented in 2034. Offsuit shoots of certain successful fusion reactor research allowed scientists at CERN to produce the world's first contained singularity engine. The basic design involves rotating singularities inside a magnetic field by altering the speed and direction of rotation. You can travel both forward and backward in time. Time itself can be understood in terms of connected lines. When you go back in time, you travel on your original timeline. When you turn the singularity engine off, a new timeline is created due to the fact that you and your time machine are now there. Uh, some interesting outcomes of this are, one, you meet yourself. I have done it often. Even taken a younger version of myself along for a few rides before returning myself to the new timeline and going back to mine. Two, you can alter history in the new universe that you have just created. All, uh, most of the time, the changes are subtle. Sometimes uh, I'll notice car models that, di that don't exist or books that come out late. Unfortunately, it was also discovered that anyone going forward in time from my 2036 hit a brick wall in the year 2564. Please pray that we discover the reason why there is no apparent future after 2564. So, <clears throat> yeah. So he did that. And uh, he did a, a couple more... Uh, Faxes. So, now two years later, a user dubbed Time Traveler Zero uh, left a message similar to Coast to Coast faxes in the Time Travel Institute forums, uh, then known as a, as a safe space for people interested in chrono uh, in, in time travel, and <clears throat> uh, for an active time traveler to make contact. So January. 2001, Time Traveler Zero, now going by the name John Titter, made his first post on the Art Bell forums, the online counterpart to Coast to Coast. It was an exact duplicate of the November 2nd post from the Time Travel Institute forums. So, where's my... So it says, Greetings, I am a time traveler from the year uh, 2036. I am on my way home after getting an IBM 5100 computer system from the year 1975. My time machine is a stationary mass uh, temporal displacement unit manufactured by General Electric. The unit is powered by two top spin dual positive singularities that produce a standard offset Templar sinusoid. I, don't, I can't pronounce that. Sinusoid, I guess. Uh, I will be happy to post pictures of the unit. He sent another fax. Mr. Bell, I'm glad you're back. I faxed this information to you the day before you left the air. I wanted to make sure it wasn't lost in the shuffle, so I am sending a gift. As I said when I are as I said then, I am a time traveler. I have been on this world line since April of this year and I plan to leave soon. Typically time travelers do not purposefully affect the world lines they visit. However, this mission is 
unusually long, and I've grown attached to some of the people I have met here. Although I do not have personal reasons for being here and speaking with you, the most I could hope for is that you recognize the possibility of time travel as a reality. You are able to change your world line for better or worse, just as I am. Oh. Oh, calm down. Uh, so, my initial flight was from 2036 to 1975, 61 years. I then went from 1975 to 2000, 25 years. Later this year, one of two favorable windows will open and I will return to my 2030, 35 years. I am here now for personal reasons. So, uh, would I be any more believe? Wait, nope, I went too far on that one. I read the wrong one. I had to separate the faxes and my stuff, so... Um, so some people said that he was a fake and stuff, uh, claiming, you know, he was making it up because he did make some predictions. Uh, certain predictions were, of course, you know, the Y2K thing. Um, there's one about a civil war in, oh, excuse me, 2004. He predicted a civil war in 2004 with 2015, there would be a nuclear essentially a nuclear holocaust. Um, and it would all start because of mad cow disease. So, and, uh, <clears throat> so none of these really, you know, Y2K didn't pan out. So of course a lot of people just didn't believe him, right? You know, we don't believe in time travel a lot. So he said, uh, would I be any more believable if I told you, I had just stopped a horrible event and you wouldn't hear about it because it didn't happen. I don't want the responsibility of being expected to know who lives and who dies. I know it would change me for the worse. Besides, how can you be sure my inaction now isn't a result of something I've already screwed up and I'm trying to fix it? Uh, the example of not preventing Pearl Harbor relates to Y2K. Have you considered that I might already have accidentally screwed up your world line? The Civil War in the United States will start in 2004. I would describe it as having a Waco-type event every month that steadily gets worse. The conflict will consume everyone in the U.S. by 2012 and end in 2015 with a very short World War III. Um... I get no pleasure out of being right when it comes to CJD disease, which is mad cow disease, war in the Middle East, or suffering people in faraway lands. There's nothing like the look on someone's face when you tell them 100,000 people will be dead tomorrow. The means by which I travel in time is very physical. I require a machine to do it. It weighs about 500 pounds and gets quite hot. I do not own it and I do not build and I did not build it within limits. I will be happy to discuss how it works and how future science thinks time works. So <clears throat> at that point he goes on to describe the machine, um, by using two micro singularities in close proximity to each other, it is possible to create manipulate and alter the Kern fields to create a Templar gravitary, Gravity 
sinusoid. I'm pretty sure I'm butchering that word. Uh, this field can be adjusted, rotated, and moved in order to stimulate the movements of mass, though a or through a do, uh, donut shape singularity, and into an alternate world line, thus safe time travel. And I'm going to show y'all this. Uh, and people, you know, if you join the Patreon, you can see. So this is apparently his time travel device. I can't make any sense of it. Oh. Yeah, it makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go whip one up real quick. Uh, we'll need a video on that next week, Shane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on this episode of How to Build Your Own Time Machine. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, now, Tudor claimed that the uh, technology based on the far-out cause cosmological work of mathematical physicist Frank Tipler would be figured out after a breakthrough in the CERN particle accelerator and by his era it is commonplace uh, Titter's machine is manufactured by General Electric and installed in the back of a 1967 Chevy Corvette Nice. why he didn't go with the DeLorean I don't know uh, Back to the Future wasn't out yet. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so the complex diagrams for uh, Titter's time machine has baffled investigators. Um, they've obviously made by somebody with a knowledge of electronics, but they have no understandable function. Uh, that did not stop a man named Marlon Fullman from trying to patent it in 2004. Now, he talked about going back in time to retrieve an IBM 5100, right? So, <clears throat> according to him, because computers run off of seconds, like, okay, um, let me see here. Uh, I didn't write that one down. Oh, anyways, so apparently they run off of seconds, so it clicks by uh, X amount of seconds in a year type deal, right? Uh, from my understanding of it. In order to fix um, the time uh, the timeline or the computer adjustments, he needed that particular machine because it runs off of, um, I guess, that 286 CPU. So I don't know anything about computers. But people say it would work. And that makes sense on what he said he was doing. So, um, But it has something to do with resetting the seconds. So now <clears throat> Tudor would kind of like message on those forums and stuff, but he grew closer to a person named Pamela Moore. Um, she engaged in multiple chat conversations with the time traveler through the early 2000s. Um, Pamela Moore uh, contacted Tudor um, and they developed this huge uh, friendship to where in 2001, uh, before Tudor disappeared in March 2001, he shared with her a secret song that she could use to identify any imposters. The identification of this song has been an obsession with researchers. She has not released it, which makes sense. You know, why would you tell imposters what the song is? So now Pamela Moore, in an email to John Ridsmus in April 
2009, um, she said, I honestly think only John himself knew it. Perhaps whoever he was, he never told anyone else. He told me in a chat, not, not in an email. If John ever decides to come forth, I will have the info to confirm it uh, was the same John who posted as John Titter. Pamela Moore is an individual that immediately believes in it. Started private messaging John Titter on the Art Bell forums. And all we know proof-wise is that John Titter's lawyers mailed her a copy of the John Titter book and they signed it. There's also a huge thing about lawyers representing him and his family. But now Tudor did go on to explain more things as far as, uh, as like in, in the future, society breaks down and people start helping one another instead of going against one another. He said, religion became a big, uh, thing. It overplaced science in some ways. Um, there's also the fact that, uh, he made emphasis to help one another. So I'm guessing he was trying to convince people help one another instead of attacking one another. And that way, you know, he made suggestions of carrying, um, like gas cans and stuff in your car in case somebody's, you find somebody on the side of the road who ran out of gas. Now this is his last email, uh, or facts where he says, I think he covers most of this. Um, I will be leaving this world line shortly and this will be my final post. There are only a handful of people who will know exactly when I'll be leaving and I'm sure they will let you know when I'm gone. In the last few days, I have found your choice of topics quite interesting. And from an objective viewpoint, I think it collectively answers one of your own questions. If time travel is real, where are all the time travelers? In the past, I have stated that quite frankly, you all scare the hell out of me, and I'm sure other time travelers would feel the same. But now I have an expanded expedition with two examples. Explanation with two examples. A while ago, on one of the posts, I related an experience I had with my parents while we were driving down a highway. Every now and then, we would pass someone who was in obvious distress with their vehicle. I was amazed that so many people could pass them by without stopping to help. Their explanation was fear. The risk of helping someone was too great, and with today's technology, they probably had a cell phone anyways. If they didn't, the walk through the gas station would be good for them and teach them a lesson for running out of gas. The other example is the plight that the home uh, of the homeless. When you pass them as individuals on the street, uh, I see the way people uh, selectively choose an alternate path to avoid them. Those two examples best define why time travelers do not show themselves. In trying to help you, we put ourselves in great risk, and there's really no point to it. We know the nature of time dictates that traveling between exact world lines is impossible. Therefore, the only result we will see will be the ones we stay, uh, stay to see. Since world lines, outcomes, and events are infinite, we have better things to do. When I arrived in the new 1998 world line, on my, 
on my way home, I could easily start all of this again and continue to go through the same conversations with all of the same people. However, I already know you won't pay any attention or believe me because we've already been through it on this worldwide. Besides, I think the walk to the gas station will do you some good. So and that was his last transmission. Now, like I said, there's lawyers saying they represent the family publishing books. Um, I think you can buy the book on Amazon now for $300. Uh, but there's been, you know, people saying all different types of things. Of course, that it's made up, which is a possibility. What is it? There is a guy who is making, it's the lawyer who is making money off the book, representing the family and all that. And that's what makes people believe it was made up. But also that some, uh, what was it, movie producer, and I forget the name of the guy, he has a brother that's into, like, science and stuff, I guess engineering. He's an engineer. And helped him. he said he helped him create the whole character. So people believe it's that. So, But I wanted to cover, I didn't cover a whole lot of it because it's super long. But... I thought you covered a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, well, I mean, there's a whole lot more to it, you know, like um, all that. Like he was also a military guy. Um, so that's how he wound up being time travel. So he saw friends and stuff die in the Third World War. So, yeah. So uh, what are y'all's take on it? I have to say, right at the beginning, I don't know if you caught, but I started mugging the hell out of you. No, I was too busy reading stuff. Because I heard Art Bell coast to coast, and it started with a fax. I'm like, I've already covered this, because that's exactly how the Mel's Hole story started. (laughs) And I'm like, is he about to say the same? He's about to tell the same story. (laughs) No, I I went back and double-checked, because Coast to Coast was like, did we already cover this? I feel like we covered Timeline. So... (laughs) Well, that was better than my first thought, because my first thought was, welcome to Costco. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Time machine's in the back. (laughs) Right? Right? He interrupted my favorite show. Oh, my balls! (laughs) (laughs) That movie. Right. Uh, We're the smartest guy in the world. You sure are dumb. (laughs) (laughs) It has what plants need, electrolytes. (laughs) (laughs) But why do you use it? It has what plants need. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So my, there's, yeah, there's a lot to unpack with all of that. Yeah, yeah. I do have one big thing, if you don't mind me interrupting you there for a second, Shane. Um, Mm. Or if you you had something to say. But I had one thing that was kind of odd. You know, we, Every time somebody talks about doing time travel, it's like, Mm -hmm. don't interact with yourself. Don't interact with yourself. Don't interact with yourself. How is it that this guy was able to take his past self with him and, and not create an issue in the future for himself? Mm. Yeah. How did he not create, what is it? The uh, grandfather paradox? Yeah, uh, I couldn't remember the yeah. name of it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, essentially. yeah. Um, 
it never really explained that. So there, there's no mention of how, you know, I guess he just threw it off like a, oh yeah, I met myself several times, went on a joy ride. And then that was it. And like, no, I, he never addressed seeing himself or interacting with himself. So right. I guess it's based off of when he talked about once the machine is turned off and you land in your time, you've created a new timeline. So yeah. maybe that has something to do with it. Yeah. That's that's how I would take it. So when you went when he got his past self, that timeline split. And mm. so his timeline leading up to him is still the same, but now there's a separate timeline where he okay. traveled with his younger self. Yeah. Uh, that was going to be think, another question too, yeah. That same yeah. thing. <laughs> how was he able to travel back but then it created a new timeline but didn't mm. change the future of the other timeline like, you know. Right. right. I I think I hate to reference Marvel movies, but you know their whole time travel thing they're doing right now with uh, Kang and all of that stuff. That actually makes a lot of sense to me because it's like every single little thing it branches out, mm. and then there's like thousands of versions of everybody, mm. all of these different things. And so whenever they're traveling back in time, they have to also pretty much jump dimensions to get to the branch of the timeline they're trying to get to. Yeah. So it's it's real, real messy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's, a, it's like not a parallel the infinite universe thing, right? Like the parallel yeah. universe thing. Yeah. yeah so uh, what is it like? They explain, like, it's not a straight line. Once you travel back in time and you go back, I think they did it on the Flash. It creates a, another timeline parallel to that timeline, so everything's the same but different. Like instead of Bernstein Bears, you have Bernstein Bears. Oh yeah, okay. Medela effect figured it out. It's time Jeremy travel. Barely. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit. Even Doc Brown broke it down at one point. You know, he's like, "Here's here's our timeline. When we went back and changed it this time, we created this one. Mm -hmm. But then we went back and did something different, and we created this one. Yeah. So it was really sim simple how Doc Brown explained yeah. it because now with Marvel, it's, you know, that's yeah. it's going everywhere. <laughs> that's the true Jeremy Bear me. Don't worry. <laughs> that's funny. What? I think, I think that part checks out. You know what got me when you went mentioned CERN? Because we've talked about CERN a few times in recent mm -hmm. years, right? And I was like, there's no way. I didn't think it ex existed back then. You know that project was started in 1949? Really That's a weird time. I figured at least like the nineties. Yeah, they started in 1949. First fired it up in 1976. Yep, yep, that makes Damn. sense. A lot of stuff happened in 1976 that I don't remember. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> but you know, it's interesting. You know, we we've referenced it for last year where they've turned it back on mm -hmm. and things started happening. I think we can all agree when we switched, well, when it feels like we switched timelines, you know, that started with the death of Harambe, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 2016. They actually had flipped the thing off in 2016. Hmm. So I wonder from 2016 to 2022, all that bullshit, all that pandemic, all this crazy shit that happened in that time frame. Was just because that stupid thing was turned off. Oh, I thought it's because they shot Harambe. But that's why 
Harambe got shot because they turned the machine off. Oh, yeah. I just thought he was and it, getting it launched us into the, the darkest timeline. There were no longer people to interfere. A time traveler couldn't jump back and save Harambe mm-hmm. because CERN was powered off. Uh, yeah. They couldn't have jumped back and slapped the damn bat taco out of the dude's hand or however COVID started. <laughs> like, oh, we all know taco. we just can't talk about it. <laughs> Michael like Shane's goes. idea of the bat taco. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ozzy, calm down. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Mama, I'm coming home. With a bat taco. <laughs> what I found interesting was supposedly, and this is in 1998 where he made um, mention of I am not pronouncing that. Mad cow disease. I'm not pronouncing the name of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the disease in human. He made that in 1998. So, you know, they talk, I'm reading the Wikipedia page. Uh, there is uh, conflicting information about the time between infection and onsite symptoms. In 2002, the World Health Organization suggested that, or suggested it to be approximately four to five years time from onset of symptoms to death is uh, generally weeks to months. Uh, spread to humans is believed to be a result of the disease. And I don't know if y'all remember back in like the early 2000s where mad cow disease just took off yeah. and everybody was talking about it. Yeah, that was about 2003. Yeah. And he made that prediction in 2000, or in, not 2000, in 1998. He talked yeah. about it. So some people say that's proof right there. But well, and you said that the mad cow disease led to nuclear war in twenty fifteen. Well, yeah, like it starts off with like mad cow disease, and um, of course he said also a Y two K type event that would leave a freezing. But there's also a civil war that happens because the nation gets so divided in 2004. So he's naming it. It kind of all starts off with his mad cow disease, Y2K. And then it goes to 2004 with the civil war. And then in 2015, world war three and the end, uh, quick, fast in a hurry with a nuclear bomb. So. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So. I think he might've been predicting. So there's a thing that's, out there that says that everything changes with us after what 80 years every 80 years is a change mm-hmm. a significant change in the way things are done and that i think because we had the great depression at the end of the 20s and i think around the two early 2000s would have been on par for the next 80 year loop for something bad to happen yeah um, I mean, technically, we, we did have it in a way. It started yeah. on the war on terrorism, right? So, um, and he could have been just like, "All right, we know about the eighty-year loops, so let's just make a prediction that something's going to happen around this time." Now, there is a theory within people who believe, like true believers, that this guy's real. That by him coming back and talking about it created essentially the butterfly effect, but pushed the dates further 
ahead. Like he supposedly stopped Y2K is essentially what he was kind of hinting at in a way. And people believe he did that, um, by using that computer. Um, so he, he wound up pushing the dates of like the civil war and the, and world war three further ahead. And some people use today as an example, the country is more divided than it ever has been since the civil, the first civil war. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say that's an issue of it being pushed further ahead. Then you look at Russia invading Ukraine and everything going on with that. And there's been a lot of talk about world war three. Yeah. So, so a, a lot, lot of people of- believe what, what he did essentially was push it ahead in time. Yeah. It's a possibility. So, that is a possibility. Hmm. Why do all these people go to Art Bell? Like, what the hell? <laughs> I know they need to come to us. All right. Well, we weren't around doing this in the. Well, we were around, but I was not thinking about ghosts <laughs> in the nineties. <laughs> I mean, we were, but mostly in like horror movies and stuff. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. what? Well, it was in '98, so we were like. 12, 13 years old. Yeah. So we were really thinking about girls. Not Pokemon. Mm-mm. It was Pokemon. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I didn't start thinking about girls till like three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, how long have you been married now, Shane? <laughs> that's, that's irrelevant. <laughs> that was just we like, just, we just, Miranda's we just not a girl. Pokemon the, the first seven years. <laughs> With the little link cable. We were in there together. Just... <laughs> I'll and he's just this. like, <laughs> I guess we'll get married. I mean, we're already linked. Huh? <laughs> 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 so, pun intended. So you, uh, <clears throat> that is that is interesting because there had to have been other radio outlets. Maybe Art Bell was just that big back then because we we've actually. Um, referenced them a couple times when we're looking at random things. I think one time was even something to do with uh, aliens, another time with like a Sasquatch encounter. Uh, so he was just was across the board. You could talk to him about anything, and I guess he was the one to go to back then. Yeah. It may have been I, the I easiest it, person to get a hold of to talk about those kinds of things. I, I wonder if it's because Coast to Coast AM came on around that time that truck drivers – Going, you know, the all-nighter truck drivers back before, you know, Dot got involved with a lot of stuff. You know, they would drive at night, and AM radio, you could pretty much get pretty much everywhere compared to FM radio. So, he wound up being their go-to, like, oh, man, I'm going to listen to this guy talk about some strange stuff while I drive, and it maybe just propelled him to be popular, and everybody was easy to get in touch with him. Yeah. I think he left a line open, you know, for people to call and tell their stories. If yeah. I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe the in the future, this dude, uh, what was his name? T- Titter, right? Oh, that's his uh, assumed name, not okay. his real name. Uh, yeah. Well, for our purposes, you know, maybe Titter in the future had actually seen that the archives of Ark Bell were still 
you know, around. You know, mm-hmm. we've been able to pull it for for an old AM show that started, you know, 30, 40 years ago. That stuff's pretty documented right. still mm-hmm. to this right. day. And I mean, and you think about it, what cars now are newer cars are going to quit doing AM? Oh, really? Quit giving that selection. Yeah, I think I heard that. There's still a lot of people that listen to the AM radio. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, know everybody's streaming that, but... stuff now. You guys are so old. Yeah, I don't listen to AM radio. I'm just saying. <laughs> I know people do. Don't, don't take AM radio out my vehicle. I think, look, AM radio is, uh, I think it's, uh, you know, could be on par with the stuff that we oh. do. No, uh, it's such a less used <laughs> channel selection that maybe, maybe. Get this. Here, here it is. Nothing. Here's some conspiracy. They want to get rid of Art Hill and Coast to Coast AM. Listen to this. Car manufacturers typically cite electromagnetic interference as the reason for removing the radios from EVs. Oh, that's from EVs. So, like, you know, um, electric motors can interfere with AM radio frequencies, making it sound staticky over the airwaves. That's why they're removing it. Oh. Hmm. Well, that's different. They're not just... <laughs> they're like, wow, oh, nobody's going to be able to enjoy it anyway, so fuck it. <laughs> that we know of. Yeah. It's a conspiracy. You keep Art Belt. Bell. Belt. <laughs> <laughs> From speaking the truth. Maybe maybe he's like Im- immortal or something, you know? He's yeah. been around this long. I mean... Gotta put him out Is of business. Still- Alive, I, yeah, seventy-two years old. Yeah, no, no, he died in two thousand eighteen. Oh, no, never mind. Rest in peace. All right. This just sounds like I blew my kiss. I was doing that whole like, you know. Uh, well, you did. We know you did. It's okay. <laughs> he understands. That sucks. I was gonna say we should call him, see if we can interview him for a change. See how he would like that. All right. right. Can you imagine the stories he has? So speaking of that, do you do you think that it's made up though? I want to get down to that. Do y'all think it was made up? Uh, that's that's so hard because there's absolutely nothing concrete in these types of stories you can ever land on. Because mm-hmm. yeah, his predictions didn't come true, but that's because of his interference. Um, yeah, we don't understand his schematics for his time machine, but. He's from 30 years in the future at that point. That's like us going back right now and giving some technology we have to somebody in 1989. They wouldn't understand it either. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, there's a hole there. The world will just never know. Right. What was odd to me? (laughs) Until we meet him. Yeah. What was odd to me is... If you are from 2036, why are you using technology from the 80s? Is it because it's, I mean, maybe it's because it was a little more robust than what's out now, or maybe it's, you know, frequencies. You know, frequencies of a 2086 are like legitimately, the early stages are like 5 and 6 megahertz, and the later ones are like 20 megahertz, right? Compared to my 11900K, that's whatever it is, like almost six gigahertz, five and I was 5.5 gigahertz. So maybe the different frequencies, maybe those higher frequencies of this new stuff would be what 
causing interference, like we were just talking about with the motors. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Makes sense. And that might be why he was listening on the AM frequency. Yeah. So. Maybe. You know. Because <clears throat> you said something about resetting clocks. And, like, computers, are, they're very designed on timing clocks. They use clocks, mm-hmm. crystal clocks, to keep everything in time. Especially yeah. on the old ones. Well, and, and that was the thing. Like, it had something to do with that computer that when everything was going to reset to, like, zero, zero, apparently he could change. Apparently, let me see here, because I brought, I had something that said, even the design, he knew something about that computer that even the designer said that was a secret. And nobody knew that that's what that computer could do, except for the people who designed it. That's weird. And it had something to do with, like, switching time. Yeah. So, the was there any? No one ever actually saw him, right? No, no one, no one saw him. He only communicated through fax and the forum. So there's no pictures of him. There's no, um, you know, interviews, videos, or anything like that. Man, that's wild. Don't even know what he sounds like. Mm-hmm. All right, because I just got to thinking uh, he's from traveled back from the year twenty thirty six, right? Yeah, and I would assume, you know, there's some sort of qualifications to get through to be a time traveler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was so, military, so all right. So I would put him probably, you know, in his thirties, yeah. which means that you know he's. He's alive right now. I mean, even if he was in his 20s when he traveled back, he'd be alive right now. Mm-hmm. So I was just wondering if we could track him down. But And his name was an alias. No one saw him. No one heard him. Yeah. The, the most he gave was like right in his time period, him and his family live, I think it's outside Lauderdale, Florida, in his time period. That's why old genius homeboy donated all that money to Ron DeSantis for his campaign. <laughs> <clears throat> He's trying to get over there in Florida. What was his name that owned the the ghost uh, school and the chain of hotels? Robert Bigelow. Oh, yeah. Robert, yeah. Uh, so he's trying to get over there, and he's trying to find old, old Titter. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. It's not out of the realm of possibilities. No. But now, now, like I said, that's in his timeline, and he, him and his family had settled there because most of the world, you know, pretty much, you know, nuclear holocaust. I guess Florida was left alone, but... Yeah. Yeah. I have to wonder if we are closer to creating time travel than a submarine that'll make it to the Titanic. <laughs> we have no empathy. We have no empathy. <laughs> oh man, that's a legitimate probably question. Are. Aside from that is, going to the Titanic, well, no, 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 because what is it? The submarine going down there to get like all the debris and pieces can go like what is it, twenty thousand feet or something? Oh, that under the ocean. Me. 
So like it can go twice the distance of that submarine. Yeah, that was probably like a military militarized like submarine though. You know, like the submarine they put all those people in was obviously like. A very it was a tuna fish can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody this this one's like ball. that big. Yeah, this one's like big yellow one, and they could fit like I think five or six people in, and that company had that same submarine. Nice. They just didn't use it. They I used the wonder. one with the knockoff PlayStation controller. <laughs> I do wonder if uh, CERN being involved, you know, if they are. They say they're using the the collider to what recreate the Big Bang, right? What yeah, which is actually, stupid in of itself. Right. They created an entire universe. Like, why are you doing that on our planet? <laughs> but because. Yeah, Go but ahead, Josh. It's it, it's like I wonder if it's more to to create time travel because I think you would probably be able to create that singularity in the collider, and a, a singularity is like just uh, imagine the center of a black hole, or the mm-hmm. gravity is so immense that it just like can distort like space time at a catastrophic level is essentially what a singularity is like squeezing one atom at a time through this tiny little hole. Mm. And I'm bet you, I wonder if that's what they were doing, trying to create time travel or if they did create time travel. And they're the reason he was able to, you know, general electric. Do they sponsor CERN? Probably. Google could tell you. I don't know what this hair is doing right here. Look at this. What is this? Little frilly boy. Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) The U.S. Department of Energy, Office of Science, so far, no. So, I don't see anything about GE sponsoring CERN. Yet, at least. Yeah, we still got another 13 years. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So what you, can you have, uh, you had mentioned something about the year, what, 2500? Yeah, yeah. And so, so he could go future, he could go into the future as well, but nothing was happening out there? Yeah, uh... If I'm not mistaken, it's 2564. Um, You can go forward to 2564, but you hit a brick wall in the year 2554 or 64. So apparently there is no future after 2564. How does that happen? End of time, man. Nah, time is infinite. Or is it finite? And I'm just kidding myself. <laughs> I mean, technically, what if there's no? Because <clears throat> what if the Earth is gone? Oh, maybe that's why he's hitting the brick wall. Yeah. Okay. So this this timeline ends. Yeah. Okay. So maybe? like an asteroid or something comes through or something crazy we blow up the earth because we like to just blow stuff up for some reason 
You know, that's yeah. why we put a manhole up in space. Maybe that's when the machine was destroyed. Not necessarily Maybe. the world. Possibility. Yeah, that, but if it hasn't been created, though, how could you go back in time? Oh, well, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, there's a big hole there, huh? Yeah. Unless, so back to what you said, Josh, about being infinite or finite. So I don't personally believe in this, but if you believe in the Big Bang Theory or creation or anything like that, mm -hmm. there is an absolute start to time, right? Right. So if there is a line in the sand where it started, maybe there is only a certain amount ahead you can go because yeah. it's only existed for that long. Yeah. So if we if we tried now, maybe we could go to twenty. What add thirty years to the date that he couldn't go past? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, maybe. That could be you know, um. If like just going on the thought of the Big Bang, okay, that energy, that that momentum, that time itself has, can't. You're right. Can't possibly be infinite. It's the same as throwing a ball through the air. Eventually, it's going to slow down and fall, right? So it's got to slow down. Yeah, that's... <laughs> damn, I never thought about that. It's got to slow down and stop at some point, right? Yeah, I assume, right? I mean, there, there's the theory of eventually there will come a point where all the stars in the whole universe will go out. Yeah. You know, Doctor Who even did a um episode on that and it I think it was called the end of time or something like that where all the stars were just going out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So well, they say that the the light we see now anyways is already millions of years old, so Mhm. Mm yeah, they they I think they said Betelgeuse went supernova. Um well, we saw it I guess go supernova. Now, when it will actually leave Orion's constellation could be hundreds if not thousands of years from now yeah so nothing that we should be concerned about or i think maybe 500 years because i think it's 560 something light years from earth so about 560 something light years or years maybe if i'm calculating that right and i'm probably not because i'm stupid <laughs> It's kind of weird to think about time like that, though. That yeah. it has, no matter what you do, there is a definite end to it. Right. Well, I mean, look at, take away your own personal beliefs or anything, and all that. Our time here on Earth has a beginning, our birth, and our end. So essentially, for us, time ends. All right. Oh, you said take my beliefs out of it. Yeah. Uh, I, I was going to say, like, for us, like our consciousness, but we, you know, decompose and... Yeah. The the fact that we existed still remains and the evidence is still there. Mm -hmm. Until it doesn't anymore. And I, I'm not trying to do that to be mean, but, I mean, yeah. how many times have we been to graveyards where the names are being eroded off of gravestones and stuff, oh. you know? Yeah, but your your essence is forever. Those energies that are you, like you decomposed in the grass. What did we learn from Lion King? The antelope eat the grass. The lion eat the antelope. The circle of life, like that energy know, that was you. Pooping. 
Yeah. We flash forward 5,000 years in the future. Like, yeah, what used to be you is mm-hmm. still 100% here. Now, it may be part of a tree, part of, part of a squirrel, part of yeah. Cindy down the street. You know, you're, you're going to be no, spread all over. You know, it, it is funny about that because, uh, you know, I watched that <laughs> uh, house uh, in between documentary Josh was talking about a while back. Mm-hmm. I watched that, and when they brought the dogs out, to find cadaver, they use cadaver dogs and they kept barking on the trees. I didn't know, but trees can take the scent of cadavers of dead people and they'll just stay in the tree. The mm. person can be gone, but the scent's still there. Oh, that's wild. I didn't know that. Mm. Yeah. Now you learned me something, Tommy. I know. <laughs> I do. I do stuff good every now and then. <laughs> so, but that's funny. But so, yeah, didn't mean for this subject to get kind of dark on and depressing with end of time and stuff. <laughs> no, no. That, that was just, hey, I, it is what it is. Like you said, I mean, our, or Josh said, somebody said it, you know, it, it ain't no problem for us. We're, we're going to be dead yeah. in uh, 25, 65, whatever the year was. So. <laughs> right. So, nah. our energies might be part of all those birds and trees, but. We're not going to feel it. Uh, it can't be part well, of the birds because they were destroyed in the 50s by the government. Nah, that's yeah. right. Birds aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> That'll forever be my take. <laughs> you can take a clip of that. Somebody's going to be like, ah, I knew it. They don't believe in birds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's, that's why I eat turkey every Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, grab, that's lab-grown meat. It's not a. Oh shit! They did just make chicken yeah. lab grown meat. Yeah, it's it's hitting the shelves now. What KFC was the first restaurant to sign up for it? So. I don't know. Well. I'm not. I don't. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. Nope. I'm just saying. In like 20 years of eating lab grown meat, are we gonna be like, like sterile and like our kids are gonna come out like with three legs and stuff? You know. Like, maybe. Yeah. Uh, think about, you know, in the 60s when they're like, oh, seeing these fast food restaurants pop up, they were like, oh, that's not from a butcher. That's not fresh. What are people going to be like in 20 years? I mean, and yeah, it, it fucked us up. I, mean, <laughs> I would say, yes, this is going to as well. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, all the processed meats and stuff we eat already, the processed foods are just killing us. So, yeah. Maybe this is how we get mad cow disease to spread by artificial meat. Then just blame the cows. That way everybody eats the artificial meat. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's funny. Oh, well. <laughs> We're already full of cancer and microplastics. So, yep. Whatever. Uh, I had my helping yep. of microplastics earlier today. <laughs> Look, guys, yeah. I stuck my stickers on here. Oh, yeah. I like that mermaid alien right there. Yeah, you like that? I haven't talked about mermaid aliens in a long time. So do y'all think he's a mermaid alien? No. <laughs> oh. There's there's no water involved. Space time is not the same as water. You don't know that. <laughs> ripples. Or is, have you, have oh, you heard or of ripples in time? <laughs> 
<laughs> That's why he only sent faxes. No one ever saw him because he swam through time with his little fin. And in his 1967 his... Corvette. <laughs> it was an aquarium. <laughs> Oh, that'd be cool. You have a Corvette full of water. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love his excuse for that. When I asked about that car, he's like, I wanted something that wouldn't stick out. All right. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. All I can picture is that it's like a Lisa Frank. You, know, you just showed your notebook. <laughs> it's like a Lisa Frank notebook. You know, the Corvette with the alien mermaid in it full of water flying through time. <laughs> It's like Pop Tart Cat oh. that poops rainbows. Nyan Cat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he just burr, pulls up. All right, I'm here in 1998. Let me send a fax to an AM radio station. Yeah. <laughs> First thoughts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> to be fair, that was kind of, I mean, we had emails at that time, but was he going to really do it? Not every home in 1998 had a computer. That's true. Uh, that's true, yeah. That's true. And he <laughs> was probably at the nearest library. I was just fixing to say he was probably at the library. <laughs> you know how the internet at the library was. Yeah. That's funny. He didn't have a library card. Nope. Well, that's got, now, well now I'm wondering. Shit. That fax has a number, and that number leads to something. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, the, I, I didn't the, have the original copies of the facts. I, oh, I was about to say you shared you shared an image that wasn't the original. Mm-mm. No, that that oh, was man. Uh, no, that was not the original. They probably would have redacted that damn phone number, anyways. Yeah, if they photocopied yeah. it, of course. It is wild that Art Bell kept such a, you know, good record. Of this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Well, I say that. Um, what was the episode we talked? You, I think you did the episode, Shane. And we had actual recordings we were listening to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Art Bell's entirety is out there in like podcast form. Like all his episodes are recorded and digital that you can listen to. Yeah, yeah you can pull it up on uh, Coast to Coast AM, you know. Because Coast to Coast AM is also, you can listen to uh, Dave Politis talk about missing 411 cases. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. So. I love the fact we haven't talked too much about if it was fake. I love that. <laughs> Saving that for final thoughts, man. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Speaking of which, are y'all ready for some final thoughts? Yeah, it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> It's all made up. <laughs> there is no titter. But there's titties. <laughs> <laughs> Childish joke. Sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> all right. I guess we'll uh, hit some final thoughts because I'm burning up without AC right now. Um, nice. I'm nice and cool. Everybody listening, Tommy didn't pay his AC bill, which is on a separate <laughs> utility bill than the rest of his house. Yeah, it's weird. I don't. We understand told him it. it was a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to save money. All right, it was five bucks a month. Okay, 
can't help it. I ran out of money. <laughs> damn. I mean, damn, I'm going to flip the couch over. I'm digging through all the car doors. <laughs> Banging on the corner like a crackhead. I just, uh, yeah. I, I just need to pay the AC bill. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. No. All right. So who wants to go first with their final thoughts? Well, Shane said it, so it wasn't real, so he already <laughs> said his final thoughts. <laughs> no. Um, I think what what might push me to believe that this was a real thing is the mad cow disease thing. Because in 98, he did say Mad Cow was going to do something. And there was a scare in the early 2000s of Mad Cow disease. I don't think it's really a scare nowadays, but um, I think that's what would push me into believing that this might be a real situation. Like, maybe this guy is a time traveler. Mm. Um, There's not much to go on besides what stories you told us, of course. And I don't know. No, no. Now that I'm thinking about it, when did when did Back to the Future come out? Uh, um, came out in like '84. Oh shit! Hold on, can't hear you. Why? Say something, guys. '84. Why can I not hear you all of a sudden? Ah! Shane, can you hear me? Yeah. Ah, I can hear you. I can hear Josh. Hold on. Nah, is your bud died? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you gotta talk to me. I can't even hear you. <laughs> now say something. I think he likes penis. What? <laughs> What's happening? Oh, I found it. Oh. I don't know what happened. I don't know if my headset just decided it wasn't going to work anymore or what. Oh, can you hear us now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Hmm. Sorry. Anyways, what was I talking about? Final thought. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, me too. Final thought, I said. <laughs> Mad cow disease. Yeah. Oh, I said when did back. scrotums. Oh. Uh, Pixie scrotums. God. Uh, yeah, you asked about Back to the Future, and then that was it. Yeah. yeah. It came out in 91. No, Back to the Future is 91. I think Back to the Future 3, no, that came out in like 90 or 89. I want to say it was 84. It was 1985. Oh, 85. Yeah. Huh. You had me panic. I was like, "Damn, we're we're on another timeline, right?" <laughs> well, this it was definitely from the eighties. Well, this <laughs> right? is this literally says "Back to the Future Part One, 1989." Back to the or Part Two, 1989. Back to the Future, 1991. Like, I don't know why that says that like that. But anyways, mm. I was wondering if he was just like took some shit from Back to the Future, like why he built his Corvette, you know. Mm. Yeah. Well, like I said, he apparently just, you know, 
it wouldn't stick out, and it was able to carry the machine. Um, a Corvette? Mm. I don't make the nah. rules, man. Listen, I'm starting to realize things now in my final thoughts. I'm not so sure. <laughs> I'm not so sure anymore. <laughs> I'm, now I'm questioning it. Not, how big was this machine? Eh, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, if if <laughs> if the machine was small enough to fit in the Corvette, yeah, that's cool. I don't know, <laughs> but um, twenty thirty six, it might have been small enough to fit in a Corvette. Things yeah. nowadays are getting smaller and smaller. But yeah, I, I think I'm gonna go with the guy is possibly a time traveler, strictly for the mad cow disease, and um, and he could have pushed the timeline a little further up because things nowadays are kind of seemingly at that point of what he was saying mm. but yeah well. sorry about that that's all right. yeah my final thoughts <laughs> all right shane all right well firstly i do believe that time travel is possible I don't know about the machines, but we've talked about like portals and rips and time space. And like, I think it is possible. Mm-hmm. I think it could be possible that this guy was a time traveler. But I think there's too many weird aspects for me to be like, yes, absolutely. Mm. Uh, I, I'd say, you know, I'd, I 20% believe that he could be. But the whole thing, I'm glad you asked about Back to the Future, Josh, because it seems very movie-esque mm-hmm. that this dude survived through a civil war, World War through nu- nuclear bombs, somehow got a hold of a time machine that he strapped onto a cool classic car that survived all of that, by the way, which right now in 2023, there's not many of them out there. Right. But, right. but he was able to find one that survived all this other shit. And got a time machine after having to retreat to Florida because of the apocalyptic landscape just to travel back in time and talk to a radio station. Uh, that's that's a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would go back. Uh, in that scenario, I'd go back, yeah, but then I would just live my life. Why are you going back to your normal time? Oh, yeah. If shit's that messed up. Like, just stay. Yeah. You know? <laughs> And you have all this knowledge to avoid things and help and, you know, just do your thing. But, yeah, it's too much of a an 80s action movie. It's mm. just... Time cop. Uh, <laughs> <it's... laughs> so I'm going to... Like I said, I do believe in time travel. I'm not dismissing the the potential that he could have been, but I just don't think he was. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. This is only like the third time that I've been like, nah, I don't believe it. <laughs> After doing this for what, like three, four years now? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I think uh, my, I guess my final thoughts on it are kind of in agreement with Shane, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think it's a great story. Um, I do feel like maybe it was something coast to coast AM made up. Um, I do believe time travel it could be possible. Um, 
I just don't think we figured out the physics and stuff behind it yet. Um, but I do feel like it is a story that was made up probably by coast to coast AM. It's a great story. I think it'd make a banger of a movie, honestly, you know, um, but yeah, why Corvette? Why 1967 Corvette? And not to stick out? That's a classic car. How many times do you see a classic car going down the road and you're like, ooh, right. how are you doing? You know? Uh, <clears throat> so like, oh, Josh is playing with his kitty. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, that, that sticks out to me. I do think also, um, like a lot of people bring up like Notre Dame and other predictions like Da Vinci and all that who've made predictions and have come true. Um, now on Notre Dame and stuff, I can't talk about like the twin towers or stuff like that, but a lot of people bring up you, people were able to predict famines and plagues and stuff like that based off of how they saw certain things happen. Like as soon as a city got bigger, they knew a, eventually a plague or something was going to happen. Right. Um, they could tell famine was going to happen because, um, certain weather patterns change and things like that. Um, so, and you talk about in the nineties dealing with like a civil war, you could already see patterns being sewn in as far as separation and tribalistic measures within our society where we have to pick a tribe and that tribe is the tribe. We, they are all powerful, all good, you know, um, essentially turned it into our own sub religion mm-hmm. as it were. So if you watch that pattern, eventually you could say, yeah, within the next 10 years, there'll be a civil war within the next five years, there could be a civil war. And we already, you could see Russia. Um, and of course it didn't say it started with Russia invading Ukraine or anything like that, but you could, Tom Clancy, um, actually predicted the 2015 invasion down to a T of Russia invading Ukraine. And that's only because he knew the, uh, geopolitical standing and the tactics that would be used. You know, that's what I'm getting at. Eventually, you can look at things and predict. And that was in a book um, he wrote, I want to say, five years before Russia invaded Ukraine. So. It's the same way that, what what's his name, Matt Groening, who does The Simpsons? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Has predicted so much, you know, because he's put out thousands of episodes. So, obviously, some of his predictions are going to come true. Yeah. Now. A, a lot of them do. But. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's really weird. Maybe he's the other time travel, and he was like, I'm not going back to 2036. <laughs> and now we're getting closer to 2036, and he's like, oh, crap. <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> or maybe he's from 2564, and he's just living out his life, man. <laughs> Can't blame him on that one. <laughs> right? <clears throat> oh. He he also wrote Futurama, right? So may and that's the year three thousand. Yeah. So maybe he is from distant, distant future. (laughs) (laughs) But but either way, like I was saying, you can look at certain things and predict how certain things are gonna go, right? Um based on cultural changes and stuff. So it's not that hard. So yeah. For someone to write a story and base it off of that, 
that they use social cues and, you know, geopolitical things, um, it would be easy to make something close to a prediction that could or could not come true. Or if it does come true, it doesn't exactly come true, but you could say, Oh, because he was here, butterfly effect. So yeah, that's, that's what I think. I think it, I think time travel could be possible is possible. And I think this is just a great story. So as a federal, federal, uh, fellow time traveler, uh, Oh, you already said it. You're a federal time traveler. Yeah. yeah. Let them words be slipping, bro. <laughs> I work with the uh, TTF, uh, time traveling, fe- uh, you know. Anyway, <laughs> <clears throat> I couldn't come up with any three-letter alphabet. Uh, <laughs> three-letter alphabet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not acronym. Look, I'm hot, okay? I'm hot. <laughs> <laughs> Not in real life, I'm ugly, but I'm hot, like sweaty. Fine um, as fuck, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so ladies and gentlemen, if you like this story and you like all our stories, and if you're this is your first time listening to us and you enjoyed what you heard, go back and check out our other three seasons. Yes, I said three. And eventually I'll say four. And then five, but we're not going to get into a counting match. Also, check out our YouTube. We do some fun stuff over there, like ghost investigations and things of that nature. Uh, follow us on social media. We have a TikTok and a Facebook. Uh, we also check out our Etsy store where you can get our cool merchandise. Josh showed stickers. Uh, check that out. You can also get t shirts and stuff. And. If you want to see the time travel machine and other crazy stuff that we like to show each other, join our Patreon. You know, we also got some awesome stuff there. And can you still get merch on Patreon? Or did we? Nope, we took that off for the Etsy store. So sorry, guys or girls. But still, check out the Patreon. You're missing out on all the other cool stuff that's only available through our Patreon. So, and as always, tell us what you think. 